Welcome to Insight Nature versus Nurture. This is a podcast that's focused on broadening individual perspectives regarding the impact that food, environment, and the individual have on achieving optimal and physical health. So grab a seat, sit back, plug in, and enjoy the show. Right, um, we've all we all know and love them. We've all tried them. We've all you know had many questions about them. So I want to start off by saying, first off, is that we are professionals, and these are just our viewpoints based on uh, data accumulated from working with a ton of people, um, having used supplements ourselves, and so this is basically just our our insight our opinion right guys Mm -hmm. absolutely cool so first off i'd like to say supplements are not replacements okay hence in the word right that's why they're called supplements (laughs) right but people have used them replacements for years we i think it was uh, a a couple of us I, i think it was greg and ben and i were talking about how i think it was um multivitamins and things like that we were laughing like people giving their kids multivitamins, but not, yeah, it was on our last podcast talking about how to feed kids and how parents make this misconception where, well, little Johnny and Sally won't eat their fruit or, you know, anything with any relative micronutrient, which is your vitamins and minerals. Um, so we'll give them a multivitamin. We'll give them a Fred Flintstone or, or whatever chewy mm. vitamin and all the bases are covered. I'm- I mean, the same thing's happening for any uh, hormone and stuff like that, too. People on anxiety meds, they're designed for a few months, if that. And then people are on like Prozac and stuff for decades, mm-hmm. but they're naturally and they've been designed to help your body get through a certain period of time and then move right. on. If you're not moving on after a couple months or a couple years, there's something wrong physiologically. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just like psychologically, you become dependent yeah. on these things like you take them in the placebo effect. I, there were many articles and a few of them were released recently regarding, you know, the, these um, pharmaceutical trials and how in a lot of the trials, the double blind placebo, like the gold standard for, um, for, for you know, drug trials, um, they showed more uh, positive results from the placebo than they did the actual drug that they were, you know, putting to market. So there's a lot to be said about the uh, about the supplement company and and that actually happening and even with some you know pharmacological drugs, taking them and feeling like I I used to give my kids uh, vitamin C when they were um, you know uh, had a cold and they wanted medicine, right? And yeah. they didn't understand and I knew that they didn't need medicine. They were just you know a little under the weather, good night's sleep, and everything was going to be fine. So I give them a vitamin C. And they'd feel better. Or if they hurt their knee and they see mommy and daddy because we hurt our shoulders or we did some real damage to ourselves, we're taking Advil and they want that. And I would use like a vitamin C as here, take this. And all of a sudden the pain would go away. So there is that whole, you know, uh, uh, psychosomatic response. I used to never so like what? to take anything like that as a kid. <clears throat> I'm still kind of like that. I don't yeah. even like to take Tylenol if I got a headache. I'm weird. I no, I, I, I don't either. As, as an adult, I try and not to as much as possible. I, I do have them. Like when I had, when COVID uh, got my arm, I had COVID arm. COVID I still arm. do. I'm recovering from it. <laughs> but when I pinched that nerve, oh my God, like there wasn't a drug that would, would, would hit it. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're, they're there for those, for those acute 
needs. But I, I like like Ben was saying, people just get too wrapped up in it. But also, you you have the converse, and I I work with people with um, psychological dis- disorders, chemical imbalances, and you have no idea how many people would sit in front of me and say, Neil, you know. I've, I've been on this medication and I feel fantastic. My mood's fantastic. Everything's great. I think I'm going to go off it. Mm. And myself being, you know, a practitioner of, of naturopathic nutrition and having a holistic approach, I think that's so friggin' stupid. Like, I, I think that's, you know, there are people out there that have chemical instabilities mm. that need medication to help regulate that. Yeah. But I, I think it should be the last resort same with supplements as well. You should try and get them in your food. And then the supplements come in to, as a supplemental, not as a replacement or not as, um, as a right. fixer. You, what about the, you what about the juicy that? one that everyone takes, protein, as a supplement? You know, because oh. people live off uh, protein shakes. Right? Yeah, so now because yeah, yeah. eating as much protein to get jacked and huge like the bodybuilders do, right? It's – You'd have to eat yeah. ridiculous amounts. So is that then a necessity and then a supplement, do you mean, to get to their level, obviously? That's a great question, Greg. There was a, a famous bodybuilder by the name of Flex Wheeler, and he was a genetic anomaly. Like um, there's a few guys that are in those sports that are just designed to be in those sports. They just – they build muscle by thinking about <laughs> building muscle. Like they've got these beautiful aesthetics. So Flex Wheeler competed in one of his national shows, his pro shows, and he was just taking basically all um, just protein powders. You know, he was traveling, his schedule was too much and all this. And so he, 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 was, he was essentially in the worst shape of his life. Wow. He, he found that the protein powders just didn't. And this is where you get into these isolations of nutrients where it's, it's the carrot that cures cancer or that, or that helps prevent cancer not the beta carotene in the carrot. So you start mm. isolating these nutrients like co- like cocaine. Cocaine is an isolated derivative. Excellent supplement. Excellent of, supplement. Right? Excellent <laughs> supplement. Yeah. That'll get, yeah, that's that, not that'll that'll get you ripped really fast. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> For life. It's just a supplement. It's just a supplement. It helps to augment <laughs> reality. Um, but th- this is the issue is protein powder um, – can help maybe and again like going with with the history of milk as well like milk was was consumed was designed for mass consumption to prevent starvation so although you know you drank milk and you didn't starve to death is milk optimal for the person is the protein in dairy optimal for the human being but they base it on the lowest common denominator yes if you drank milk condensed milk on the front line of, in a war situation you wouldn't die of starvation in the next couple weeks or or maybe months hmm. right it would help to stave off starvation but is it actually optimal and this is kind of where people get their wires crossed is you know having a deficiency is dangerous but also living at that D minus average where your body is barely using anything from the food and it's just, it's just crawling along barely. That's not, that's existing. That's not living. So I guess where we're coming from as insight is we're trying to get people to not exist, but to live. So the body recognizes whole food and whole proteins are the exact same. Like proteins are so delicate that if you break um, an amino acid bond that protein itself becomes useless, hmm. right? So you've got a chain of essential and non-essential amino acids. If one of those amino acids is gone, 
then really the supplement is useless. And there's research that shows like, you know, these RTD drinks, these ready uh, to drink yeah. protein shakes and things like that that you buy. There's a lot of uh, independent, uh, independent studies and lab analysis that say that, you know, those things are useless because the protein denatures. It's, it's not <laughs> stable. Right. So if, if I make a protein shake, shake it up and leave it there overnight or for 24 hours and then go and drink it the next day, some of the amino acids have broken down to the point where it's an incomplete protein and your body just burns it as a calorie source, almost like a And it also smells ungodly. Oh, oh <laughs> funky. Yes. We've all done you that. smell like normally. Right. I mean, that's my, that's my go-to. <laughs> but on that note, uh, Neil, I was watching um, – uh, trust me with doctor. Have you ever seen that episode on BBC earth? And yeah. they did a little yeah. study on yeah. protein shakes. And the conclusion was basically that you're just, you're just making expensive pee. Realistically. That's what they said. Yeah. They, they more or less summed up what you said that you're not getting the full, the full deal because that's missing some stuff. Right. So. If, if you took it like immediately after a workout or um, like something where your body is like hyper receptive to it, because it, it has a like out of a possible hundred it scores 150 for bioavailability, meaning it gets into your system in your bloodstream that quickly. It's a lot like like a high glucose, mm. right? Like when you take like dextrose and these high glycemic carbohydrates, they they jump into your bloodstream so quickly that the, it scares the shit out of the body. The body's like, oh, my God. You know, what do I do with this? I had no time, right? And this protein can jump into your system like mm. that as well. But in terms of extreme athletes, like athletes that put their body under ungodly circumstances and they need to, you know, adapt to that, things like refined sugars and things like protein powders can be beneficial to those elite few. But now you're getting a common average everyday person slamming a protein shake in their face instead of having a piece of chicken or a piece of fish or some lentils. Like, right. 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 I went on a diet once that was uh, all it was was protein shakes and milled flaxseed and salmon oil pills. It was the worst thing in life. <laughs> wow. How was your gut the entire time? Your farts would have been disgusted. <laughs> I've, I've never, it's supposed to be a month long and I've never completed it just because it's so insane. Oh, so unrealistic. Yeah, it's yeah. unrealistic. It is. Right. And that's, I mean, that's the name of the game, guys. Like, it's, it's insane what people are willing to put their bodies through to get healthy, uh, but really it's yeah. not healthy. Like, what they're looking at is once I lose this weight, then everything's going to make sense. And you guys all know I've been down that road and it doesn't. It's you, you gotta you gotta think what I do today I gotta be doing mm -hmm. twenty years from now because I'm not gonna be I'm either gonna be where I'm at right now or I'm gonna be better nothing nothing worth having if it, nothing is worth having if you can't sustain right. it very true right so of supplements what are decent or what is worth taking or having for a supplement they're they're all worth taking like it's it's a lot like food ben like if you've got the synergy if your body needs something then it will absorb it right so it's matching the food to the person to the lifestyle so again you've got how the person lives you have the person's physiology are they really muscular are they not like and and how is their body working and then you have like what is their food availability you know um so those are big factors so when it comes to supplementation, I'm always a big advocate of looking at a person's lifestyle, their demands. And is it, you know, time-wise, like if you're 
training like an like a crazy fiend and you're working a full-time job and you're raising kids and all this stuff then maybe some supplementation might be you know in terms of proteins and, and things like that but really when you get into other supplementation um it has to do with deficiencies or it has to do with symptomology so if you've got like gut bloating and you're horrible at digesting and you're not regular and all these issues then you're looking at maybe supplementing some you know probiotics or um you know um uh, fermented foods and things like this and then or if you're like my daughter takes iron supplementation because of the fact that she has crohn's and she's prone to yeah. anemia so she takes supplementation just to help <laughs> augment that right to help help prevent that the blood from going low so really, I always suggest people go in and get blood work done. And I, the way I phrase it is, it's just like taking a look under your hood. Take a look under, see and see what you need before you start dumping stuff in. Because not to be, not to hog the conversation, you guys, but if you take too much of a vitamin or a mineral or a supplement, you're making less room for the real thing because you can't. Like a cell has a limited capacity. So if you dump too much of like even an electrolyte, say you take too much sodium. That means there's less room for potassium and magnesium and calcium and all the other <laughs> electrolytes, right? So you're creating that, that imbalance. That happens with vitamins. Well, Just because they're natural doesn't mean could, they're safe. Could she supplement then instead just to – I sort of get hung up on different supplements and sort of the miracle supplements. Yes. Yeah, sort of the miracle supplements you hear about are like your omega-3s, your vitamin Ds, and calcium is really huge. But even iron is sort of on that list. Yeah. But could you not get that from something like red meat or increasing that in your diet? You, you certainly can, Ben. But some people don't absorb it well. And that's the thing. So, you know, she eats red meat. Like, like she's a – she's essentially a carnivore, uh, in, in uh, keto, uh, uh, keto. So to keep her inflammation down, I had to put her into ketosis and she thrives on, you know, red meat sheets, uh, ground beef and steak and things like that pretty much. Well, definitely every day, sometimes multiple times a day, but her body just can't absorb the iron. And sometimes there's a, it's, it could be a genetic predisposition and the extra supplementation. I also work with people from other countries and because of their diet and nationality, they have a difficult time holding on to iron. So taking in like vitamin C, like extra doses of vitamin C helps people absorb iron from, it's called non-heme iron, and it's from plant-based sources. So vegetarians and vegans out there, if you're concerned about your iron, by taking extra vitamin C, the vitamin C helps your body absorb hmm. the plant-based iron. So it makes it more effective. Interesting. What's the condition that your body just absorbs all the fat from food? I think me and Matt, me and Matt have that. <laughs> yeah, it's called. What about uh, like those boobs? Type two diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Types of alcoholism. Combine the two. Yeah, wow. Yeah. What Combine What about the those two. boosts? They They're not. They're marketed as as meal replacements, I guess. But it would be a supplement too. Like, what would it? Well, I mean, like, uh, like the the heart and stroke check on like the box of craft dinner. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Check this might right? give you a heart. Yeah, it might give you a stroke and a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. but yeah like if so if you if you don't <laughs> what's the like is it like unhealthy to do that or is it still better to do it if you're not getting the food i guess it's better than doing you're not getting food i i don't know it 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 is it's it's better than nothing it will help stave off starvation but it is it is deplorable like it's a horrible combination of high right. fructose corn syrup and and ice you know proteins isolated and it's just it's a chemical nightmare and the body has no idea like we uh we spoke of this briefly with the kids when we were talking about family nutrition last week and the more you isolate a food, the less your body recognizes it, and the it could have a very adverse effect to it. Again, like cocaine. Cocaine comes from a natural substance. Uh, arsenic comes from a natural is a natural substance. It's just when you start isolating these things, they take on a life of their own, right? Um, sugar, sugar, you know, raw sugar cane is very healthy, but when you bastardize it and manufacture it and alter it, you know, twelve different ways then the body has a very different um, um, has a very different response to it. So things like boost, again, they're pre-made, they're RTDs, they're ready to drink right. protein meal, you know, su- supplements or replacements. And you're just basically giving your body a, a, a jolt of sugar. So you have a bunch of these seniors that All are right. drinking these things being told that they're beneficial and eff- effectively like the body's not absorbing anything from it because with at insight what we try to get people to understand is not what you eat it's what you absorb so the recognition of the food has everything to do with the body using that food and the more you play with it then the rest you know the 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 the, the recognition because yeah, they claim to have like you know x percentage of your daily intake of vitamins and whatnot, but how much how much do you actually get right did you just you know Right. It, it, exactly. Like how much in there is use is useful, how much is still alive right. and, you know, because how long has that been packaged? And like the, the RDA for vitamin C, I think is now 60 milligrams and it used to be as low as 30 just to prevent scurvy. So like w- when you look at the RDA, the recommended daily allowance is typically there just to prevent you from dying. It's got nothing to do with optimal or individual yeah. or anything of that nature. It's just basically if you take these, then the probability of you dying from malnutrition is lessened. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know, but a lot of it could be just the placebo effect. Like they crank these multivitamins with so much stuff at such small dosages that you're basically just paying for an, ex- an expensive pee. Like you go to the washroom, you could literally see it coming out Those, of your urine. Like you could write your name in the, the GNC uh, men's. Have you taken those ones? The GNC men's power yeah, vitamins, yeah. whatever. I take one of those men and it would be a uh, highlighter. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, right. And, and even when, when I was going through my uh, digestive dif- difficulties, I would, I, I passed those out whole. Like you could see them in the stool. Yeah. Wow. I'd be like, what the Okay. Why are you looking at your poop? Yeah. Oh, everyone does. Well, I was having yeah, digestive busted, Yeah. Busted we all do Let's it. just be honest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Matt sends me pictures. We know how you get from the can. Oh, I find it so impressive. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten those pictures from Matt. What does this look like? <laughs> I. I think I just pooped Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Fun some we good, have. good times. Sounds about- like you might have to scratch a uh, boost off the grocery list there, bud. Yeah. Done. Yeah. What about, uh, like, what yeah, about like, the gym supplements? Like, uh, like pre-workouts. 
Oh. Is that like a brain supplement instead? Like, does it just fire you up mentally and nothing else? It does. Like, you really have to be careful. Um, Some of these ones have some science backing them, and they're like, they're not just crank full of caffeine or pseudoephedrine or like, you know, those, those various herbal um, precursor types. But what you have to always be careful of with these things, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a shit show, like the whole regulatory process for natural supplementation. And just because it's natural doesn't mean that it won't hurt you. Right. Cocaine is natural. Um, um, Arsenic is natural. Like these natural things can hurt you. And a lot of the pharmaceutical drugs are derived from natural substances, but they're changed somewhat so that they can patent them because you can't patent anything from nature. But you, you got to be careful because the, the regulation of these things are very, very sketchy. And like when you buy these powders and these quote unquote right. proprietary blends, my God, it's, it's a total shit show. Like you could take a scoop of this stuff and have no idea in regards to what you're putting in your, in your body, because it could be like, say per portion or per serving size, you're getting 250 milligrams of caffeine and eight milligrams of some type of ephedrine and blah, blah, blah. But you actually take a scoop. That whole scoop could be 80% caffeine. Right. The mixture, right? Yeah. You don't know the quality of the mixture. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a frigging powder, right? You have no idea. So every dose is different. There's no consistency in the dosing and plus the ingredients in it, man. Like, when you're looking at your supplement and it says jacked, you know, hide or, you know, uh, fill and rape a village, you know, you should start to scratch your head and say, wow, is this right. a healthy supplement for me? Yeah, you know, some of the yeah. names on this stuff, like guerrilla warfare, yeah. atomic yeah. insanity and, you know, smash your head with a frying pan and jump <laughs> Listen, into traffic. Ma- smash your head with like, a frying pan and jump into traffic was the best supplement I've ever taken. Yeah. <laughs> it was Second to none. <laughs> I heard you up. That one actually, right? Well, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I, and it actually. Well, it I actually took like the first something I ever took, like a pre workout, was that Super Pump. Have you heard of that one? They nicknamed mm-hmm. it Super Dump. Yeah. yeah. Because oh, I man, yeah. I kid you not, <laughs> it was like twenty minutes after, and it was hot liquid came out of you. It was insane, man. It was yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Matt does it what every every but twenty those, minutes anyway. But yeah, I mean, you know, just the uh... <laughs> those those things are are dangerous, and like you know, all the all the jokes aside. But let's let's get into the to the the chemistry and biochemistry and neurology of it. Is it really promotes like this hyper aggressive response from your your central nervous system, so it can rewire you. Like I know so many veterans right now that are taking this stuff before they go and work out, or people that deal with anxiety and depression. And what goes up, guys, must come down. So these things they're milking your your adrenal glands, they're throwing off your thyroid, they're messing with your endocrine system, and people are taking them like crazy. And they take them, they work out. Their skin is red. They're walking around. Their nose is running. They're like jacked. It's like being back in the eighties at the club scene. Right. Everybody's cranked out in cocaine. It's the same. It's the same feeling, and it gets addictive. And then before you know it, you can't work out without it. And but also too, you're chasing right. the heroin addicts called chasing the dragon. Is you're, you you need to take more of it because your body adapts to it. And then what happens is you always get that subsequent crash because effectively you're burning off energy that you don't have. So would you be, would you right? be better then, off? Like I enjoy going to the gym, but I also enjoy Red Bull. I don't really care for the taste of like 
protein or creatine or whatever. So would you be better off? Like you shouldn't, but would you just be better off taking a Red Bull before the gym than something like that? It still becomes addictive though. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. But I mean like for everything that's going into those, it'd be safer. It'd be safer. Like a cup of Tim Hortons coffee. It's safer because it causes vasoconstriction it does hit the adrenal gland. It gets the, you know, get your body warmed up, get your central nervous system firing. So there's benefits to it, but it, it, it's a much safer addiction. It's a much safer habit to get into than these, these uh, pre-workouts. Well, and I and remember like in that. university, I discovered niacin for the first time, vitamin B3 and taking flushing yeah, niacin, yeah. man, yeah. that, that stuff will give you not a high, but like, tingle. it goes straight to your, yeah. yeah, it goes straight to your skin it and it just burns like you yeah. have a first degree sunburn all over your body. I think that's what I like you. about the yeah. That's what I like about the pre work because I feel like I'm like I'm, I feel it gives me that like that placebo effect that I feel like I'm kind of like ah, I'm unstoppable. Something's yeah. happening, right? And it, <laughs> it it is yeah. So so blood gets to, blood goes to the to the capillaries underneath the skin and then they use like arginine arginine is a vasodilator so it it dilates your your um, they use it in medications for even erectile dysfunction to increase blood flow to muscles by increasing what's called vasodilation and dilating the the blood vessels to get more oxygen to areas where the blood where the body's sending so if you're if you're lifting weights, then the body's sending blood to, say, your biceps. So these, these um, supplements, what they do is they increase the circulation. So they increase the amount of blood flow and oxygen being able to get there. But the thing is, is that with everything, every adrenal effect that happens to the body, there's the converse that happens. There's the opposite. So you get the crash afterwards, and that's where the depression and you know the blood and in, uh, sugar instability and all these other things tend to happen because you you've been at mm. eleven for way too long, and you're at eleven every day. Like you have to think about it, guys. When in terms of evolution, we would only need to go to eleven, just a few, maybe. Oh my God! Like Fight if you tiger. were a Roman gladiator, I don't know. Yeah, f- you know, and and you'd only get to eleven a couple right. times, and you'd be dead. So to go to 11 in, you know, five days a week when you're hitting your gym, I mean, that's just, you're milking all of your glands. It's just simply overuse. You're draining your battery, right? And things, things like creatine and glutamine and all this stuff, like there, there are some studies that support this stuff, but you always have to be careful where you get those studies from. Like my, my daughter used glutamine in the recovery of her Crohn's, hmm. right, to help her gut heal. Um, but you, you know, you have to, again, that's why insight is here. That's why we have nutritionists and people with a lot of experience out there that kind of know the, the bullshit data that's out there and the real data that's out there. And, uh, there's a lot of conflicting data that's out there. I took the creatine. Um, I had really good results with that, but I didn't drink enough water and I had the, like, major major ab cramp i've never felt this in my life and it like it dropped me to the floor in the gym that's how bad it was and that's kind of scared me ever since i'm like oh man right but again i was probably drinking like a glass of water a day so yeah and creatine draws more water into the muscle cells it does for only about greg believe it or not creatine only works for about 15 percent of people that take it the other, yeah, yeah, the other percentage, it actually acts almost like a salt 
and it causes them to get bloated and mm. puffed up. Like when I took creatine, I didn't notice any strength gains. I just noticed I gained weight, but it was all water weight. I'd smooth over. I, 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 I'd look like a bag of milk. I'd be cut like a bag of milk. All right. So creatine's good for strength gains for those people that need it or th- those people that don't eat a, a lot of red meat. Like Ben was, was talking about before, um, red meat is loaded with creatine. And, and uh, for glutamine sources, cottage cheese, Greek yogurt, it's basically pure un- un- unadulterated glutamine. Plus you get all the supporting uh, vitamins right. and minerals and enzymes that go with that. So that creatine, that type of creatine and that type of glutamine is much more bioavailable. But they, they used to use glutamine way back, um, and some other countries still do, but they, do, they uh, hmm. administer it intravenously to help the body from prevent or to prevent the body from breaking its own muscle down. So if you were in there and you were really injured or you had a bad burn, they would administer glutamine to your veins to prevent your body from eating its own muscle to heal itself. So it's what's called a conditionally essential amino acid, meaning your body can synthesize it, but um, we need so much of it that we also need to get it in our diet as well. I found like the, yeah, the creatine for me, I I found I could get a few more reps out of it. Like when I was taking it, but again, I didn't do how much of that is placebo. True. True. Right. And, and what, what were you taking it with Greg? When you, when just you water. took creatine, what, what was it mixed in? Just water, like a beast. Just water. <laughs> Not a beast. Yeah. I, everyone's <laughs> one one cocaine, like one creatine. Let's go. <laughs> the double stack. <laughs> um, so let's, let's just, I mean, the, the topic is here. They don't seem as, as, as dominant these days as they used to, but the yeah, fat yeah. burners guys. I, I took the ephedrine one. Right. It was uh, thermogenesis. I mean, I think I've taken every supplement. Jeez, wow. Um, yeah. And it worked wonders, but I was like, my hands were like shaking like a maniac. It was insane. And this is before they banned it, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Right. Before yeah. it killed those people in the, in the States, right? Like, and, and that's like in the US, and I, I might be speaking out of turn here, but. Um, in the U.S., I, I, I'm pretty sure it's their policy, like the FDA or the governing bodies for this stuff like that, is you can put a supplement on the market and you can make it in your basement and label it and put it out there. And for them to pull it off the market, wow. it has to kill people. Like they have to the, – the, the government has the burden of proof, meaning that I can put a supplement out there and they have to prove – that it's not safe for human consumption or that there's like crazy false claims. And until that happens, until they take notice of it, until they, they do their checking and whatever it is that they do, my supplement is out there and being That's purchased. Insane. It's pretty crazy. There's a, yeah, there's a documentary that talks about that. It's called bigger, stronger, faster. It was put out quite a few years ago, but it's, it was quite a comprehensive documentary on steroids and also to like, false advertising like the before and after pictures and these guys saying that they're taking hydroxy cut and they're not you know so the false claims and and things like that yeah and that's i mean it's a billion dollar market guys so again like if if everything worked us that are buying these supplements we wouldn't be having the problems that we're having i'd still be fighting fires and i wouldn't be you know people would need nutritional advice because supplementation would work and whoever made whatever it was at work would be would make more money than God. Right? Can you imagine? 
Well, it just goes to show nothing works because I've taken them all. <laughs> Take a look at this guy. Right. <laughs> nothing Nothing works but work. Right. It's but the hard work, work you to put in. You're 100%. And the food, yeah. there's nothing that replaces it. There, there isn't. I mean, we've evolved from a single-celled organism to the, you know, apex predator on food. And now we're out there and we're trying to make it better. But what's happened is our lives have changed. So we need to change the food and the way that we introduce the food, the way that we eat food, the percentages in which we take it in. That's it. That's all we need to do is if you can match your food to your life, you've got it. The same way as if I can match my paycheck to the amount that I work, then work doesn't seem overwhelming to me because I'm making a good living at it and it's, it balances itself out. Right. So we don't need extra, you know, man-made foods. We just need to manage the the foods that are available to us in nature and know what about the new hot topic one. That's uh, the new tropics, the brain, the brain, brain supplements. What about that? Oh, I mean, some of those have some good claims. Some of them like Fenny butt and what's the other one? Uh, I can't remember acetylcholine and, G- alpha gpc and all this stuff are yeah saying you can you know remember stuff longer and all this stuff i don't know I, do you buy into it is it still again is it expensive p <laughs> do you mean or is it i that's the thing that the studies i mean i'd love to see the studies and with with studies right. like that man you need like 35 yeah. years you need to you know a, a big randomized test and and like it's, it's impossible to do that. It's a lot like nutrition. Like a lot of the nutritional data that people are reading is based on anecdotal data. It's a bunch of people filling out forms to the best of their recollection, right? You can't subject a person and a group of people, a large group of people to blood tests every day and tell them what to eat and only, you know, like it's just, you can't, our freedom of rights, you know, and, and anyway, it just gets in the way of everything. So with these, with these, um, these new supplements that are coming out that focus on intensifying the, you know, um, electrical processes in the grain. Yeah. Um, I, again, it's, it's just going to be this trending thing right now. Um, remember that movie with, uh, great movie, great movie. Limitless. Exactly. Yeah. Great movie. But honestly, I think there might be more validity to that stuff than there is with Hmm. the physical supplementation. Because it is a lot easier to monitor the brain. Like you can hook electrodes up to someone, give them something, and watch the brain light up or different areas light up. It's believe it or not, it's a lot easier right. to do, and it's a lot less invasive. It's just whether or not, like the long term effects. Like by lighting something up more than it's used to be used to be. Um, <clears throat> being, sorry, um, is are, are there opposite? Like for for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So are you wearing down wiring? Are you taking uh, electricity from another part of the brain and re, you know, uh, sending it somewhere else? So now one part of the brain is getting less than the other. I'm personally, I'm a big believer in stimulation. So, you know, if you want to learn how to fight, get in a fight. You know what I mean? If you want to learn how to drive, get behind the wheel of a car. And you have this mind-body connection where the body remembers it and the mind remembers it. So the body's there to remind the mind and vice versa. But if it's just cognitive de- uh, development, then we get this imbalance. It's like um, developing your biceps, but not developing your triceps or developing one part of your body, not the other. It creates an imbalance. So again, I'm fearful that people are going to take these supplements and they're going to focus on memory and all this other stuff. 
and they're going to drag to the surface stuff that the brain put behind them. Like, you know, some of these repre uh, repressed memories and like, there's a reason why we filter through shit. There's a reason why we don't remember everything because I think with science, a lot of the time it's, you know, we, we, I think we extrapolate as to whether or not we can first, and then we don't ask whether or not we should. Right. So there, I, I don't know. And maybe I'm just being a bit wonky, but I've yet to see a supplement that comes out that is, well, uh, everybody wants the magic button too. Effects. Everyone wants the magic pill and it's not the case. Right. So that's all oh, hundred percent. That, that's exactly what I was going to oh, say. Yeah. That people are inherently lazy. If we can find the, the quickest and the fastest way to do something like diet pills or how, how can I get bigger, stra faster, stronger, as, as quick as possible, right. or smarter yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. I'm, gonna do it because yeah because i'm, I'm lazy doing the work. and i think the only way yeah. to be healthy which is sort of um we talked about that this weekend that people want to be generally healthy but what yeah. does that mean right so it's right and if it happens too fast what's that saying be careful what yeah. you wish for you just might get it like i'm you know it makes me fearful for people that are um, you know if you get something you don't yeah. put in the work you don't respect it and without respect comes abuse and anything that you abuse is is damaging anything yeah. water anything yeah. that you abuse is damaging Except so for, i'm i'm worried about abuse and dependency <laughs> with yeah. well matt you except for cocaine <laughs> As, well, matt's a perfect example of, of, James. of you just changing your diet and eating healthier and feeling a hundred percent better. He's not taking supplements. Like yeah. he, you just what started eating cleaner, Matt. And you said like, you have more energy with your kids. Mm. You're, you feel better. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I feel a hundred percent better. I don't even probably know what a hundred percent, hundred percent feels like, but I, I definitely feel a lot better than, than what I used to just by, you know, kind of cleaning up what I eat and, and controlling when I eat. I have so little control over most things in my life. So eating, I thought, well, I can somewhat control that. So let's, let's start there. I think it's a, yeah. And that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, that goes back to my eating disorders. I stopped eating. Like I, that was my control mechanism. So it's, it's a brilliant form of control, Matt. And I'm proud of you for doing stuff like that. And Matt's a prime example that if you take that step and you become healthier, like these, these supplements might take you from 85% to 90%. But it shouldn't take you from five percent yeah. to fifty-five. Well, that's the like, that's the problem you see is the people that start at the gym. Right? They don't know anything, and they walk in, and somebody sells them all the supplements. Take all this crap, yeah. and they're you mean like they didn't like what, oh, what do I do yeah. here? Like taking yeah. the pre-workouts and the creatines and the BCA, like just this and for, yeah, right. It's the, we're we're doing things out of turn because one thing is you know multiple things are prop are, are profitable. Like number one, mm -hmm. you shouldn't be in the gym unless you're not in, unless you're healthy. The gym isn't going to get you healthy. You got to get your diet straight. You cannot train a bad diet. You start eating better, and you're going to feel better, and then you're going to have energy to go to the gym, and the body's going to look at the gym or physical activity as a celebration of itself of health, not something that it's not running away from a freaking yeah. saber toothed tiger, right? And 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 if if you need a pre workout to go work out. <gasps> Then sit the fuck home and, and, shut, and up. shut up. Like honestly, don't like don't don't. No, uh, yeah, totally. Right, but honestly, like don't work, don't work out. If you need a pre workout to go work out, then obviously yeah. you're not driven to work out, right? If but if you're getting up and going in there and you're eating in the 23 hours between the workouts, you're eating everything so that when you work out, you're going to be ready for it. Then that is someone who's going to. Yeah. Uh, uh, have growth and development. 
But if you're cramming before the exam and you're jumping, you know, jamming these chemicals down your face so that you can go work out because you shit the bed the other 23 hours before your one hour workout, it's crazy. Like, yeah. it just does Those not make sense. the same guys that go to like healthy. the kids' parks and do chin ups on the, the monkey bears. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dude, I've done that, okay? I have done that. <laughs> Children are trying to play and then they're just working out like this asshole. Yeah. My kid, yeah, my kids are trying to have fun. Yeah. Well, what you do is you go over and pants them. You suck. You call the police and they're, not allowed, they're not allowed near a playground for a few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's Matt. Matt's not allowed to be yeah, by, by saying that you're in three hundred meters of any school playground. You watch people do pull-ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also watch people do pull-ups. But, uh, yeah, that was, like, you know, with me, I, I've never understood why, you know, if somebody's unhealthy and, you know, they don't work out, like, why just jump into the gym? It seems like a huge waste of money. I mean, you can get such a good burn on at home. Like, when you're trying to eat healthy and trying to make changes, like, going to the gym is such another big change for someone who is very resistant to change. So, like, Go, driving to the gym, going to the locker room, yeah, getting yeah. changed in the locker room, coming back out, going back after the workout, changing. I know that sounds ridiculous and lazy, but for someone like me, I'm like, holy hell, that's way too many steps. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So yeah. Like, it is. If if it's every day, Matt, it can be it, it can be overwhelming, and it's you need to shorten that path quite a bit. And when but when you're healthier. You'll like um, who was a Joel that was saying you can yeah, make a workout out of anything, including playing with your kids. And I just finished his workout today and the the, the right? squat pulse. And I, it, I wasn't even doing anything; I was just pulsing, and I was gassed. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean so? Like, yeah. 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 Right. It's a sequence of stuff, and like it's just being able to talk to someone who knows their ass from their elbow, so that they cannot not necessarily discourage you, but inform you so that should you decide to try supplements, you go in educated. You know what I mean? You're not falling victim to the jacked supplement guy who's selling you whatever he has in the trunk of his car. Um, you're, you're basically going in as a purchaser. Like, I'm looking for this particular supplement. I want to try it out. And when you have a status of health, it gives you that perspective that you're able to kind of know, okay, you know what? I do feel better because I was feeling great and now I feel a little bit better. So there's that comparable there. It's not so much of, of a placebo effect. Whereas if you are feeling like trash and you take something that chemically changes you, you could feel fantastic. And, you know, maybe it forces some weight loss or water loss or whatever. But the thing is, is you're coming from a very blinded perspective going into it. You're, you're very naive. So you need to have some education. You need to have some people around you that you trust their opinions and they can give you different perspectives so that you can determine yourself as to whether or not this is good for you. And your doctor is one of them, like getting in there, you know, and getting blood work done to know, yes, I have an iron deficiency or B12 deficiency. What are my vitamin D3 levels, my plasma levels? Am I deficient in vitamin D3? You know, calcium, what's my bone density like? Like these types of things, people should know what's going on inside them instead True. of just Like if I would have known, I would have taken right? the creatine, probably just ate more red meat. Right, and, your and body some people say like, that. "Oh, okay, well, that's eating a lot of red meat is expensive." But like, some of those, some of those supplements, man. Like, I think the the creatine when I paid yeah. was like ninety bucks for like a little bottle. Like, yeah. I could have bought a lot of steak for that. I mean, like, or a lot of meat yeah. for that, right? Yeah. Like, so. Right, and and 
and plus all the other benefits you get from the meat. But at the end of the day, right. if it's not working for you, it's it's right. expensive. Like yeah. whether it's one buck or one hundred dollars, if it's if it's Absolutely. not working for you, then it's expensive. Cool. So I guess I don't know. Like it's such a broad topic. Like it'd be nice to be able to talk about maybe on one of these podcasts, like specific supplements. Like we could talk about you know sports supplements, and there's tons of different supplements out there, but. I know that the supplement industry has been around for as long as obesity and chronic disease has been around. And they're they're not like our, they're not winning. Like the the statistics for chronic illness are going up every year with every generation. So I I can just see from the big picture, the further we get away from whole food and the further we get away from understanding how that food works and what we need – we're getting further away from health and we keep going to these manufactured things, these quick solutions. And uh, at the end of the day, we, we don't know what we're doing day to day. So I like, you know, what Matt brought up and, and, and Greg and where Ben brought in the whole food is if we can know what we're doing on the 23 hours before the workout, then the body is literally chomping at the bit let me into this friggin' place and lift or run or do whatever. I want to show you what I can do because you, right. You treat me so well. Let me show you, let me perform for you. Right. That's, that's the deal. Like Randall or my, my Doberman, like he's literally vibrating with a Frisbee in my hand. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, come on, let me loose. Let me do this. Whereas if Randall was malnourished, he'd be Duke, right. It'd be, (laughs) it'd be a disaster. He wouldn't even, yeah, he, <laughs> he'd be sitting there. Like, I guy wouldn't even come out of the house. I'd be in the yard throwing the Frisbee by myself. So this is it, guys. Like, you shouldn't right. have to take something that kicks you in the ass to get you to the gym, right? You're, you should want to go to the gym. And this is what I've discovered over the years of, you know, dieting and bodybuilding and, and really doing some horrible things to my body is now that I'm in this place of balance, I really, really enjoy going. It's fun. And it's not like this urgent thing where I'm all about, oh, my God, am I going to get gains or am I going to lose gains if I don't go? Like, it doesn't become this this um, ang- this anxiety-ridden place. And that's where I'd like to see, especially Matt, because I know Matt in that mm. public environment, is it's, it's tough yeah, for you to get in there. People. A lot of people deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it so, so sales, obviously. Because I game. control the conversation. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, though. I hate the general public, I should say. Sorry. (laughs) So, but I mean, it's, again, a lot of it is just conditioning. You get in there and you get used to it. And then all of a sudden, it's that bubble of familiarity. So if you become a bubble of comfort, we need to expand that by stepping outside what's uncomfortable. And, you know, um, people that Ben and I have worked with in the nutrition industry is, you know, well, I want to drop 20 pounds before I go to the gym. And you're looking at them, you're like saying, you know what, you should be going to the gym in some capacity because I think it will help yeah. um, help you eat better. You know what I mean? People going to the gym sometimes can work as a catalyst for eating better because you're not going to go and put in that time and effort and you know go home and eat a Twinkie. It can help you stay centered. It can help you stay focused. But the thing is, is it's, it's very delicate and it's, that's few and far between for a lot of people. Because they don't have the proper, um, uh, proper 
balanced. They don't have someone there teaching them and, and, and whispering in their ears. And this is what I love about Insight is the day-to-day education, accountability, the, um, the dialogue that goes on every day in that community so that if you have questions, you know, should I be going to the gym? That you're getting multiple different sources and you're able to get the information and make a choice and informed decision. You know what? Maybe I will go to the gym and try it. But I won't go and commit to a year and eight thousand dollars worth of personal training. And tons of supplements. Right on my first day. And tons of supplements, right? Like you're going in an informed purchaser as opposed to walking in saying, "Oh my God, I'm so friggin' tired of being overweight and feeling horrible. Fix me." And they're like, "Chiching," right? That's like walking into a car salesman and saying, Mm. "Oh my God, I'm so tired of walking. I just want a car," right? And the chiching. Okay, so you wanted four doors, four wheels, and you end up leaving with like, you know, leather and air conditioning and sunroof right. and they just upsell the shit out of you because they're good Absolutely. at it. Right. And you're Ooh. totally unprepared. Love it. Time cool. flies and you're having fun. All right. Yeah. yeah. Good to meet you. Yeah, for for anybody does, that 50, wants the uh, bigger, faster, stronger documentary, I did find a free uh, link to it, so I can give that to you. You can post that along with it. Ben, you've got like a great, radio cool, piece. yeah, <laughs> awesome. Bad, I have a I have a mic in front of me too. I don't he think does. anybody else has an actual mic. So you do? Oh yeah. man! <laughs> Ooh, jeez! Um, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you a rapper now? Yolo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I thought we were vibing there. Sorry, I went into this like new level. <laughs> the freestyle was happening the end of the podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to pick it up where I left yeah. off. Nope. <laughs> I was dropping a beat. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. So I guess yeah. I guess maybe we'll wrap it up, guys. Any. Any last second suggestions or comments or thoughts that you want to throw in before we shut the door on this? The biggest thing is just ask questions, right? Like if you don't know whether you should be taking creatine, you don't know whether you should be taking a calcium supplement or an iron supplement, just ask questions. Either ask your doctor, ask somebody who has more experience than you, and then you'd be able to find more more answers. And a a good spot for them to find that, Ben, is, uh, is insight. Like that's right. Like, just to have like you're there, I'm there, you know, uh, Greg's there, Matt is going to be in there. He's going to be, um, oh yeah, I'm dropping this on you, Matt. You're, you're getting invited into the group. So you'll be part of this process. I want to, I, I want you to have access to this type Sweet. of information as well and contribute like I know you can. So, uh, so, you know, but we've got right now, we've got a lot of people in there that are going through very similar circumstances and you have the experts that kind of manage and oversee everything. And we're always there. So you have seven day a week access right. to, you know, individuals with a lot of experience and can give you information that can help you make yeah. Uh, the decisions that are best for you. I'm not going to say good or bad because that's that's a perspective that only you can have, but at least you're going to feel confident in your right. decisions. And there's a lot to be said just in that matter. Um, and read, you know, we're constantly posting. We've got tons of research and um, great articles that you can, you know, really expand your mind so that you know what it is that you're getting into uh, or what you may need to get into that you never even thought. So uh, it's very mind expanding and and the the whole point of insight is to broaden your perspective so that you've got 
more avenues to go than what you've been led to believe. So you're not feeling cornered or um, pressed yeah, into anything that, that you works. really just don't want to be in. Ben, maybe okay? post that in the group. Is that what you're going to do? Post that video in the group? Cool. Uh, yeah, as soon as this, as soon as the podcast is posted, I'll post it in the comments. Oh, beauty. Um, just as a link there below. Beauty. Perfect. Yeah, it's it it's it yeah, it's a cool documentary and it does raise a lot of like a lot of it is about steroids, but the thing is it, it is about supplementing. It's about, you know, not feeling comfortable with, with the way that you are and not thinking that you're naturally capable of it. And uh I think we do a lot of discredit to the human body by that are, if we, are you talking if we Tiger cut King? his legs under it by doing it for it. <laughs> Cool. Oh no, we gotta sign off before this gets a whole <laughs> other conversation. 